Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the Association of Common Sense Masculinity is proud to present the exciting, the thought-provoking Can-Am Soup, an entertaining, genuine, and often meandering conversation between two friends. And now, the stars of our show, Jeremy Gertz and Todd Fuss. Hey, Todd, how are you doing, buddy? Good, Jeremy. How about yourself? Good. We missed a couple weeks. Yeah, and we weren't canceled, and we're not dead. That's right. It's all so my that should fault. disappoint a lot of people. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. It's uh, it's it's all on me. Um, man, we're just it's, life that happens in seasons, right? And it's like it seems like I either either have a like a tornado season or a completely calm, beautiful day in the meadow season. There's no like in between. It's just like boom. Things are busy right now. But, um, yeah, what have you been up to? Well, you know, nothing. No, seriously. I got a, got the truck Mm -hmm. that came in, uh, I ordered it January 28th and it came in, uh, a week ago. Yeah. So almost three months and they were projecting six to eight. Yeah. Cause I was like, ah, I was surprised you got it so soon. Yeah, and me it, too, um, but uh, they didn't really say, you know, why or how. Yeah. Um, but I do know from some people I've talked to at General Motors themselves over the years, because uh, we had a couple of reservists in the Air Force that were in their civilian jobs, you know, muckety-mucks in GM. Hmm. And uh, they... I don't, I probably all dealers do that. All manufacturers do this, you know, but as they build vehicles, if they ever become like they are now limited in number, you want to get them to your best producing, uh, dealers first. Oh yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. And I know parts of GM, like, Cadillac or Chevy or GMC, one, some of them. Buick, I think, was one of them for sure. But some of their divisions weren't allowing pre-sales or orders. Hmm. GMC was for their trucks, but only at, uh, not I don't want to say certain dealers, but level of dealer, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, and... Uh, they have some sort of rating, whether it's numbers, stars, letters, or bananas. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but internally, they judge their dealers. And this is a podunk little dealer. <clears throat> happens to be one of the most favorite GMC has. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Ain't it? Yeah. And so your truck is fully complete, right? Like, I've heard of trucks being shipped with the wrong chip in it, so they're getting poor mileage. Like, is there anything that... Yeah, I knew of... Two things, and that's all we found so far. Uh, I knew, I know, well, three. I just found out one. Uh, It wasn't publicized, but it wasn't on the build sheet either. So, um, and I wasn't going to read through, you know, 11,000 parts. Mm. Uh, But I knew the seat heater issue. Uh, If you have rear seat heaters, You'll never get them ever. They won't be manufactured. Huh. Um, they just can't. 
that wasn't an uh, it was peripherally uh, associated with the COVID backlog. Okay, but it was a manufacturing uh, contractual dispute issue thing. Uh, yeah, the front seat heaters are on back order till third quarter of 2022. When they come in, you know they'll do it like a kind of like a recall, but not. Yeah, your dealer will contact you in the order in which <clears throat> you bought the truck. Mm. Hey, bring them in. We'll throw in the seat heater. Um, you know, take the seats out, take the covers off. Put the, because as I understand it, in the foam of the seat, there's Velcro strips that hold on the mm, okay, yep. uh, heating elements. Yeah. It's like a heating pad, but a lot thinner. Yeah. And uh, put it all back together, put it in there. It's all good, right? Mm, yeah. Uh, the I ordered the auto retractable running boards. Yep. They don't have them. Oh, okay don't know when ever period and in fact they've dropped them off the uh future availability so you can't oh, wow. even order a truck with them hmm. and they're like well of the other running boards which do you want and i picked one and that's what's on it oh, okay so you know no big deal two small yeah. little things doesn't affect the way it's a truck yeah and um then I was looking, and I'm like... It's a pretty fancy truck, Todd. <laughs> this doesn't have any wheel well liners. And the oh, really? sales guy was like, yeah, they don't have any. In huh. fact, <laughs> you can't buy any from GM in hmm. the future ever because of this problem. Huh. Uh, but you can get aftermarket ones yeah, uh, and put them in. And I'm going to have to since I live on a gravel road. Yeah, yeah. Because the tires on this thing are awesome. But... Being awesome tires, they grab gravel yeah. and sling it once you get on the highway. Yep. So I'm going to have to get uh, wheel well liners. But anyway. And yeah. I don't really like the GM ones anyway because they're carpet and they hold dirt. Oh, wow, yeah. Um, You know, it's that fake gray fuzzy carpet. Yeah, yeah, stuff. yeah. And they did suck, in my opinion. Huh. Um, th- now, they dampen sound great. Yeah. But they do everything else horrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's some great uh, aftermarket ones out there. And, oh, my God. I'm sitting there looking at my road while we're recording. Mm-hmm. I just happened to glance over there. And the screen just did a Matrix thing. You know, like it went all, ah, I did it again. Really? Yeah. Your computer? Uh, yeah, the little screen. Huh. Um, it just went like all cray cray, um, fuzzy. Um, it shrunk. It went all sideways. <laughs> oh my god! It's having a seizure. You know, like an old TV when you're trying to tune it yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. That's I what it that. did. That's funny. I miss those things. Oh, me too. Believe my me. Parents- I doubt. I wouldn't give up my 80 inch <laughs> LED, but. You know, yeah. if it looked like an old TV, I miss the old cabinet TVs that had to stick yeah. in them. Yeah. Oh. My parents had a little tiny black and white one in their bedroom, and you turned it off and, you know, just shrunk to the the whole screen just went, it almost looked like All the way to a dot, and you had to wait yeah. until the capacitors dot, you know, and yeah. then it went away. Yeah. Oh, the good old days. That was a black and white TV. <clears throat> and you had to, uh, eventually the UHF dial died, and you got a pair of vice groups on there. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yep, out. yep. I did. I know, I did. Yeah, good old days, Because I had to watch hey? uh, one channel on UHF every afternoon after school to see Tarzan, the TV oh, show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right on. Which, as an adult, I look back on it, and boy, was that a creepy TV show. Yeah, yeah. I used to love it, too. You know what I used to do? I'd watch that show. And then I would, because he had leather moccasins sometimes, didn't he? He did, sometimes. Yeah. And I would take the uh, the the liner out of my winter boots. And if you don't, people listening that don't ever buy winter boots, like Sorel, you got this big thick liner that goes in, and I would wear those around like moccasins and then put a towel around as a loincloth. <laughs> and I used to run around the house like that, pretending I was Tarzan. The only problem was that those things were so slippery on the linoleum. I'd run into, I'd be running around chasing my dog, and I'd just fall all over the place. <laughs> running around the house screaming at the dog, Ungawa, Ungawa. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, the that, you sit in the driver's seat of the truck and just yep. look around. Yep. It's got more buttons and shiny stuff than. <laughs> Um, Apollo 13. Oh, wow. And you're like, man. You could probably podcast from in there. Well, it, yeah, you could because it has um, that Apple CarPlay. Yeah. Which I'm not a big fan of. No? And me and the dealer got into a big, uh, not a dealer, but the the guy that was, he's an expert in the electronics. Yep. And he, we got into a philosophical debate. Hmm. About Apple Maps versus my Garmin. Yep. And I finally just had to tell him, you are so wrong, but you'll never believe it. I can't convince you. Mm-hmm. I can tell you I used to work at DOT. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you I know a little a little bit more than the average Joe about the insider stuff on GPS. Mm-hmm. And Garmin and Apple and Google and everybody else, generally, not always, gets their information from the same people. Mm-hmm. It's what order they get it in. Mm. And I can tell you, Garmin goes first. Hmm. Really? Because they have uh, defense contracts as well. Yeah. And so in you... those contracts, they can use whatever data they get that's not classified in their commercial product. Hmm. So you prefer Garmin over Apple? Maps. Well, uh, the GPS unit I or have for the truck, I originally bought for the RV, so it can go either way, RV or regular automotive, right? Mm-hmm. It's updates, continue. if it's on, it's updated. <clears throat> it doesn't do like, you know, Apple's supposed to update all their maps every six, eight hours. Yep. Uh, Garmin's doing it continuously oh really so they're pretty good like if there's like construction or a road is moved over allegedly or something like that. okay yeah but so you, it's still only as good as the information input yeah you know if uh well in virginia there was a, a big development being built yep. and they moved the road for it um just think about the power that developer had by the way and oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. politicians, yeah, their <clears throat> pocket. They moved a state highway mm-hmm. about 50 feet yeah. for his development. Anyway, yeah. um, and it would it took a, 18 months for that development and the road shifting to be on any GPS because they didn't report it. Mm. Yeah. 
And I think it was only found because Google Maps went through their oh, their okay. little globe car. Yeah. See, I was actually looking at Garmin's this week because like Kobe's uh, driving around and he had to, <clears throat> like he's got this young adult group he's going to and he doesn't know where it is. And his phone sometimes, like his my old iPhone, sometimes his data just won't work, like random. And so we can't text him. Um, you know, we use that find my so we can see where he's at. That doesn't work. And then he can't use directions. And it'll be fine for like three weeks, and then it just won't work for a couple of days. And I'm like, this is going to be a pain for him. Uh, a few trains, it's a thought. I was like, when I started driving, I didn't even have a phone. <laughs> and then also I'm like, and also I didn't have a GPS. Like I just, if I needed to see a map, so I, I showed him on my iPad. I just pulled up the maps and showed him where it was. And I said, just study these roads. It's real simple to get to. You're going to turn on this. I said, if you need to write these things down, like left on 9th Avenue, right on this. I said, just write that down. So... But I was also like, maybe I should just get him a Garmin so that he doesn't, you know, if, it's kind of nice if you know you're in a strange place, you've never been there, which is everywhere for him, um, knowing that, okay, in in the kilometer, I've got to turn right, that kind of takes some of the stress out, you know. It does, and Garmin you know, isn't relying on a cellular signal. Another reason yes, I like Garmin yeah. better than Apple, because I don't have a signal here in my yeah, house. And it's not using data too, right? Yeah, like it's not. Exactly. Yeah, so I, I'm, and they're cheap, man. Like I don't know, I was looking at them, like they're like only two to four hundred bucks. I'm like, man. I remember the first Garmin we got. We got it for a Christmas present, and that was like, it was a big deal. And I remember my dad used to travel everywhere, and he'd always bring us Garmin's. And then, you know, we get to Hawaii. He's like, here, I brought an extra Garmin for you guys. He's like, I don't need it. I've got, I've got my phone. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I don't know. I might look at them. We'll see. And. You know, it's just a bigger screen than my phone and just blah, blah, blah. Multiple reasons I like the Garmin better. Yeah. But you know what? When I um, I had to take the truck back this week, uh, and they kept it overnight because they were doing some detailing. Oh, okay. And ceramic coat stuff. Oh, yeah. And uh, the bed liner that I – not the bed liner, the – Tano cover that I had ordered, it came in damaged through the shipper damaged. Mm, so yeah. they took it off, ordered a replacement. It came in, and so they put it on uh, Tuesday and Wednesday morning. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, I had a loaner car that they got from Enterprise Rental. It was yep. a little Nissan pickup truck. Okay. Uh, pretty basic, but nice. Yep. Uh and so I wanted to go have lunch and stuff, and I'm not so familiar with that town as I am the other town. Uh, we're halfway between Crossville, Tennessee, and Cookville, Tennessee, right? Mm-hmm. Cookville's on the Nashville side of us. Crossville's on the uh, Knoxville side of us. And mm-hmm. we go to Cookville a lot more because that's where our parents live. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, but so I just looked up a place and uh, I got a haircut there and I was using my phone for directions because you know this is a bargain basement rental truck it ain't got nothing in it mm-hmm. and I have my uh, uh, Apple Map voice set as an Australian woman okay because I can understand that voice okay yeah. um, and I think it's cool <laughs> you're weird Todd. <laughs> just say but it. you know so yeah. and I didn't even listen I didn't even look at it. Now that's one thing Apple does better. You don't have to look at your map. It you know, 
Yeah, that's if you true. can listen and follow directions, yeah. you're they're very uh, good at that. You know, mm-hmm. so you don't have to. You keep both hands on the wheel and eyes on the road and listen. Mm-hmm. Garmin sometimes is really good at that, and sometimes it's like, you know, turn up ahead, and you're like, huh? And you got to look at the screen. Oh, okay, yep. You know, and the I, voice on the Garmin isn't as good. Hmm. Now, Benny loves her, but, you know, that yeah. dog is cray-cray. He knows when he she says we're getting off of the exit where uh, my in-laws live. And he gets, starts getting all excited. I'm like, you can understand the Garmin. You freak. That's funny. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I always use the Google Maps on my phone instead of Apple because I don't know. I found the Apple just seemed clunky. I, I don't know why. I actually took Google off, and it's kind of a – or Apple. I took the Apple Maps off, and it's like if somebody texts you an address and you click it, and it's like restore or purchase an app store. I'm like, no, just copy this because I'm going to use Google Maps because I like it better. But I used to like Google Maps better. Yeah. I'm just anti-Google. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm anti-everything, but you, you have to make concessions because, you know, life is life. Mm-hmm. You know, like, what do you want, an Android or do you want an Apple? Yeah. And, I, and it's so funny to me, people that are like, oh, I'm never going to own an Apple because they're a bunch of bloody, bloody, blah. I'll be using Android. Yeah. You know, they're owned by Google, right? Who's owned by are China. They? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I know. I, I, just saying, you're, you're cutting your nose off to spite your face. Yeah. Yeah. And, oh, it's so funny. It's so funny. Like the people and are like. with At least with Apple. Right, I can take things off my phone that I don't want. Mm-hmm. Android just <clears throat> clutters up the home screen, the main home screen with apps you can't take off because Android was paid to put them there. Yeah, that would bother me like crazy. And that's why I never don't no longer have an Android because yeah. there were apps on there. I'm like, I didn't want this. I'm not paying for it. Um, other than buying the phone, mm-hmm. it, it delete no. Delete, no. What yeah. do you mean I can't delete it? Because, you know, we were paid to put it here. Yeah. Ugh. I hear you. Now, you know, does Android do some things better? I don't know. It never did when I had one. Hmm. Now, just, that yeah. was years, so. I, I, You know what? I, I don't think anybody, like, could come up with an easier, like, just from a user standpoint, I think Apple's done such a good job at just making something intuitive. And it's like, I know, like when I jump onto a Windows and I want to try and find something, and I know it's because I'm not used to it, but the things just don't seem to be where you think they should be. And it's like, okay, I want to click this. It's like, whoa, whoa, why am I going this route to get to this application? This should be here. I don't know. There's something about it. I think Apple's design in every manner, in the actual hardware itself, in the operating system, in their menus, the way things, I mean, really, I mean, ultimately, everybody's playing catch up to Apple, right? Like the first iPhone is where that, they revolutionized the uh, smartphone. You know, nobody's got Blackberries anymore because <laughs> those things are stupid, you know? Oh, I remember well, those days of the Blackberry. One of the things that I think Windows <clears throat> still does way better than Apple ever will are shortcut keys. 
Because I can take a screenshot of my screen right now with two keys. Mm-hmm. You cannot without. It's like 18 keys. You need your feet and a monkey to help. It's to three do keys. a screenshot. It's three. Stupid. You only need three. <laughs> I can take one right now with three keys. Control Alt 4. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know. No, it's all, all yeah. You know, I was, it's funny because we used to call in the office, whether you were a keyboarder or not, like when you're doing spreadsheets and AutoCAD, because like AutoCAD, there is a command for everything. And it's like, control this, control this, blah, 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 blah. And our production manager, Ian, he was like the keyboarder, man. Like he never used his mouse and he was so freaking fast. And I, I'm like, oh, you know what? This makes sense. And so I actually got really good at it. Like if you want to draw a line, you can, I don't know what it was, maybe command L or control L. And it, once you learn these things, and especially like in um, uh, Excel, like Microsoft Excel, men, you can do a lot of stuff. And uh, so I, I do see it. Like, I like that. But I don't know. I, you know, using Final Cut Pro, I use a lot of shortcut keys, like tons. Just because it's like, why would I use a drop-down menu if I can, you know, I use this thing at like five times every time I make a video. I might as well just memorize this little sequence and blip, blip, you know. Yeah. No, for, you know. Word, Excel, PowerPoint. Although I, my goal in life now is to never use PowerPoint again. Um, <laughs> but, you know, Word and Excel, I much prefer Windows. Or to put Word and Excel on my Apple device. Yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> everything else, Apple does better, I will say. But yeah. sometimes you need a trackpad or mouse, and sometimes you don't. Um, mm. I used to be a keyboarder, um, really, no kidding. I could do all kinds of stuff in Excel that people thought were like um, sorcery. And Dark magic. And my, and the, the end result of that is I have carpal tunnel so bad right now. I can't mm. pet my dog for more than five seconds. Yeah. I mean, it, my right hand is so bad right now. I just want to go cry in a corner because mm. um, I'm right-handed. So everything I do, I'm like, ow, ow, ow. <laughs> sucks oh dude i'm doing like tiles shower work right now i am oh, feeling I the same way oh. Oh, Jesus. and you're kneeling down like when you're like uh, you know because we got like these little curbs and i'm like cutting tiles and you're kneeling down making sure i'm not used to and depending on how you're doing it, you're kind of reaching out so i'm not only on my hands and knees but i'm actually kind of like weight forward leaning forward and my wrists at the end of the day are so sore it's like i'm not you know probably spend like an hour or two supporting my weight on my hands which i never ever do right i never push on my hands i'm always carrying stuff with my hands but oh man this this job is making me feel like an old fart (laughs) i go to bed and i'm like oh i haven't felt that pain before yeah I have to have them done Wednesday. So anybody listening, we're kind of letting people, we, uh, we've got a conditional sale on our house. Kind of news for people in the podcast. You already know, Todd, but, um, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So on Wednesday, the buyers are having a home inspection. And so I got to have these done by then as well as a million. Oh, we got the Mother's Day rush with Etsy coming up. Like, oh man, it's crazy. Like, I don't, I think these next two weeks are going to be just brutally brutal. Oh, it's too much work, too much work to do. (laughs) 
You're getting carried away. You're getting carried away, Todd. <laughs> yeah, but uh, hey, so yeah, that'll be. Weeks. Yeah, and then so our possession date. Well, their possession date when they get this house is May 31st. <clears throat> so I was talking with my neighbor Sergey yesterday. Got home with a big load of lumber for signs, and he was. Oh, he's a so millionaire. Jay, it's right. Six hundred bucks, man. Six hundred thirty bucks. What used to cost, even a year ago, I think it was like three eighty or something. People are like, "Oh, the prices are coming back down." No, they're not. <laughs> the prices don't come down. You fool! Like, come on, give your head a shake. Um, but uh, yeah. And so I was talking to him, and uh, he's pretty sad. He knew our house would sell. Like I told him and stuff like that, and. And then, but he bought, he wants my shipping container. So that's convenient. He, he's been looking for one. He goes, did they, did new people get it? I'm like, no, they didn't. We didn't put it in and they didn't mention it. It was, it was one of these things. If somebody said, Hey, are they going to leave the container? Then they could ask us. And if it made a difference to them, then I'd be like, sure. But, uh, yeah, the people that is crazy. So we list our house on Thursday and we had on, we had one showing Thursday night and then Friday, Saturday, we had nine more between the two days. And then uh, we were going to look at offers Monday at 1, and uh, we had one offer for sure that came in on Saturday, and then three realtors said, we're going to get you our offer around noon, and then all three of them pulled out, and so we only had the one offer, and these people really wanted, (laughs) they really wanted to buy it, so they didn't have like any, well, they're doing like a water test, and there's, you know, a a septic system inspection, All all the things you would do when you buy a house out in the country. And then they're getting the home inspection, <clears throat> but uh, like their financing was already in place. Uh, they put a very hefty deposit with their offer, so you know that they're not joking around. And they'd already sold their house they live in now, so that is cool. So uh, yeah, I just gotta get this stuff done, and then I found out that I uh, bah, 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 bah. when we built this house, I pulled the building permit like I was building it myself. And you can do that. I, I don't think you can now. I think in 2017, they changed it. But when I pulled the permit, yada, yada. But it was just, if I ever wanted to sell it, I have to get a, a an Alberta new home warranty. And it's it's kind of like a mandatory thing. And it's it, it's a dumb thing because it, it's shady contractors that made it a requirement. But then it's also just a stupid stipulation, you know, that makes your house more expensive. So any, it's basically two years on like the water heater, the furnace, five years on the shell of the house, and then 10 years on the structural and foundation. And so I think what I have to do now is I've, I've been talking with a guy from the government office. I have to pull out a, uh, a warranty on the remainder. So I think there'll be one year of like the shingles and siding and then five more years on the foundation and the roof trusses. But, and they, they give you lists. There's a government website that lists companies that will provide the warranty. But I'm also kind of like, how much is that going to cost? You know what I mean? Like, if it's like 30 grand, which I don't think it would be, but if it is, I'm not doing that. Like, the thing is, so basically, the, where we're moving, my parents are building a house in Strathmore and they're leaving their farm. And so they said, you know what? Before we. Uh, list this house. If you are interested in, in buying it, you can. And if you are, let us know. Then you can sell your house first. And if it sells, then you can buy this one. So it's it kind of sprung on us like, I don't know, a month and a half, two months ago. And it was the hardest decision because it's only good and good. 
right? Like this house that we're in now, I love this house. This is our house. We designed it, everything about it. Like I have no intentions of ever moving anywhere. And then my parents, I mean, it's nice. It's maybe a little bigger, but it's, it's dated. Like it, you know, it's, it's like Oak everywhere and it's not the modern style of our house, but a 50 by a hundred foot heated shop. I'm like, okay, <laughs> now you're really talking to me. And then he's got a 40 by 80 foot barn. That's like two stories and it's all concrete. The entire driveway is asphalt. Um, huge parking area. Like they used to, I think they had 17 or 18 employees that work out of there at one time. But I mean, you can, you can bring in a semi truck and turn it around in the yard and it's all paved. So I'm like, man, that it's literally like 25 minutes closer to the city for us. So like when I'm running packages to Etsy one or to the courier once a day, instead of taking me 45 minutes to get there, it's 20 minutes away. And I'm like, man, that literally saves me an hour. And that's a working hour, you know? So there's just so much. And it's treed. Like, I mean, these trees were planted like 30 years ago, maybe more. They're huge, like just massive trees, poplars, and then big pine trees. And uh, they had a professionally like landscape yard. They spent a boatload to get this landscaping company come in. And it's got a, they put like a little water feature, like a little creek that runs through the yard into a waterfall. And there's a bridge over it. It's, I mean, people, people ask to do weddings out there and stuff, you know, so. It's kind of look at that and it's like, it's a 20 year step forward as far as our yard goes, because we still don't really have good grass here, <laughs> right? Like establishing a, a yard that's nice from a bare piece of prairie, it takes years and years. So there, those are some of the advantages to living there. But at the same time, it's like, if I don't leave here, I'm not sad, you know? So we thought it was like, holy crap, these people came in hard you know, well above our asking price, which I was surprised because I thought we even put, when we listed for a realtor gave us a number and that was higher, that was higher than I was. I had a low, my up say, I'm going to, if I'm going to move, I'm going to get this. And we came in above that. And then they, so it just looks like, holy smokes, this is like a sure done deal. But then all of a sudden I find out, oh, you need this warranty thing. So who knows, who knows? And it's kind of funny because I have my heart set in both ways. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'd like to move. It'd be great. But at the same time, I don't want to move. Like, I want to stay here. So it's a weird, weird position to be in. Your two outcomes are good or good. But Yeah. I mean, kind of knew your house. Well, didn't <clears throat> know anything, but had a good feeling the house would sell just because of the market. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's a nice house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Steph's done a good job, like decorating it. Like it's, you know, it's very modern. It's, I don't know, it's clean. It's, I love it. Like it's a great place to be. Um, and around here, there's not a lot of acreages. Uh, it was kind of interesting. I learned a, a bunch of stuff from like the standpoint of what banks would finance and what they wouldn't. Um, here, I don't know how it is in the States, but say if I had a shop and a writing arena, the bank won't finance the value of those buildings, which makes sense. Kind of like here, you can't really finance land. Like if I just find a bare land, the bank's not going to give me a mortgage on it. Like they're not going to lend me money on that. If there's a house, yes. And so also what they'll do for acreages, they'll only finance the value if it's got a house on it up to 10 acres. So say if we found a place at 60 acres, they'll, you know, they're not going to finance the land value, all of it. 
And so we're 12 acres. And so our realtor said, that's actually really good because those extra two acres aren't expensive, right? When you kind of break it all down. And then we have no outbuildings. So she said, you know, outbuildings would obviously drive the price up. Like if I had a big shop, I would charge more for the place, but no, but the banks won't finance that extra money for that building. And so it makes it difficult for buyers because it's like, oh crap, you know? So it's kind of, uh, I didn't know all that little stuff, but it's interesting. And then anything over a million bucks, it's harder to get financing for too. So it's good to be under that part, but yeah, house, houses are here. They were going like crazy and they start, they're starting to slow down a little bit, but then also we've got like the interest rate went up a quarter percent. And so the one thing we, we knew is that, you know, all these buyers have these pre-approvals, right? You, you looking for a house. First thing you do is see what you're approved for and okay, you'll get 90 days and you'll be at this interest rate. And so basically they're okay, let's go. And with the interest rates going up, it just puts pressure on people. It's like, come on, let's, we got to make a decision if we're going to do this, you know? But we will see. Apparently, there's articles in the news about um, you know, these interest rates going up or bankrupting Albertans <laughs> with inflation. It's it's crazy how fast everything's going up. It's so so expensive here, man. It's getting crazy. <clears throat> I I don't want to, you know, because we've been gone for two weeks. Yeah, I was hoping to keep this very lighthearted. Yes, yes, yes. But now that you mentioned what you mentioned. Uh, I'll just quickly say this. It baffles my mind the absolute malarkey the folks in charge and the folks in the news, at least in my area, want you to believe. Yeah. Um, there was a an alleged expert, right? An alleged financial expert on the news, on a news thing. And he said, and I quote, ish, you know, he said this or words to this effect. Yes, we have some inflation. But sustained inflation doesn't mean we're going to see a recession. You said what? You used the word sustained in front of inflation. Yeah. <laughs> Did you look up recession in the dictionary, the financial dictionary? What does it say? Oh, the result of sustained inflation and yeah. other things. I get it. But um, yeah. that's the key component. We have a revolving uh, cycle of economics in this country because people are stupid. Yeah. As a, and I have an actual factual example here in a second that proves people are stupid uh, when it comes to math and money. Um, and you can't unstupid them. Mm-hmm. The, uh, you know, about every 40 years we come in and out of inflation, recession, horrible financial times. We just mm-hmm. do. I don't know why it, it we're stupid. Mm-hmm. Well, proof. In the nineteen in the late nineteen eighties, uh, we used to have a fast food restaurant here, A and W Root Beer. Mm-hmm. And A and W Root Beer wanted to; they had some uh, infusion of investment, and they wanted to compete with McDonald's. 
And McDonald's number one selling menu item at that time was a quarter pounder. So A and W said we're going to have a third pound burger. Hmm. It failed miserably because people thought a quarter pound was bigger. <laughs> Four is bigger than three, man. What are you and talking about? And it's a true about? story. And I'm like, because <laughs> I actually one, I remember it, and two, I did some research on it last week. I think um, I've heard that story before. And it's it's sad because it ruined the company as it was. You know, they uh-huh. lasted years later, and they've um, now when you see them, they're part of those. That you'll have an A and W, Captain D's, and something else. You know, all in mm. one restaurant. Anyway, they do um, pretty good here. But idiocy ruined a yeah. company, and it wasn't their idiocy. It was the public at large didn't know that thirty three percent is better than twenty five percent. Yeah. Well, you know, we, we always say that. Like, I, I'll tell you Ugh. the truth. When I was a kid, I thought that too. Is like one third. I'm like, that's only three. I'm like that's not cool. It's three. Oh, one, four. oh, that's four. Four is bigger than three. Like it is. It's it's like a little mental game, purely visual. When you look at the numbers, like oh, okay, yeah, there. Now you got to stop and think. Okay, this is a fraction, right? So it means something different than what the numbers. You know, three and four. Cool, one and one. So there's something there, but that's hilarious. Yeah, I mean, do, what is, is your brain just ignoring the one slash? You know. Yeah. Um, just it's, saying, it's a, people. Yeah, it's a number that needs a little bit of thought. Like if it was if it was a percentage, like this a twenty five percent of a pound hamburger, and then a thirty three. That's in, that's instant, right? It's like oh yeah, thirty three is bigger than twenty five. <clears throat> that's funny. It just it astounds me, and we're no better now. <clears throat> no, um, no, at all. Just imagine because uh, I just saw something the other day. <clears throat> And I can't remember the specific because it was so stupid. My mind is rejecting it as being fact. You know, it's that unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, but they, uh, one of the companies that run surveys, mm-hmm. like Rasmus, but it's not Rasmus. Uh, it is one of the more reputable one. It's like the top one or two. Um, what they tell you is just based on fact, right? Yeah. There's no. Um, rigmarole in the background going on. They did a study just to see. And it was based on that A&W story, but they made another one. You know, they made up another one. Mm-hmm. And they it was three questions, and all of them were like the one quarter versus one third. Yeah. Right? Which would you prefer? And that was the end result. Given, you know, the way things are right now, money's more precious than it used to be. You know, what would you put your money on? And every one of them was picked wrong, all three choices. Hmm. I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. Uh, Really? Well, well, just imagine this generation of kids that didn't have to get, like, so the last two years in high school, you couldn't fail. Right, like you, you just get a passing grade because of all this Wuhan sniffles, and everybody's like, hey, "Shut the world down because we're scared of a cold." And it's like, man, like these, there's gonna be some kids that just literally missed out on two years, uh, and not not that all of them are, you know, like some kids are fine with that. It's like, yeah, they they understand the material, but man, there's a lot of kids, and I I, I can't really say I know some of them that really didn't do 
anything, like tiddly squat, and they got a passing grade. Literally didn't open textbooks for months on end, and they're passing these grades. And if you take that into like some of the stuff you learn in grade 10, 11, 12, like, man, so you, you basically got a, a, a kid that's going into potentially college, and they're going to obviously have to lower their standards soon. Um, but even into the real world, with two-year chunk of education just missing, and not that I, like, I didn't finish high school, so I, I'm not preaching that education is that important, but there are certain parts of it. But the, the very idea that you could not do something and get credit for it, I'm like, oh, man, we're brainwashing these kids. Literally, they didn't do school, and they got they got a, a passing grade for a grade they didn't do any work in. It's like, come on. Well, even better, uh, this is just one example in one school district. The head of the school district was um, fired and some other stuff in the background. But since 2014, just since 2014, not counting what he did before that, since 2014, he changed or made teachers change 20,000 student grades to passing. Oh, wow. 20,000 students' grades to passing. All right. Mm. Why did he do it? Well, federal and state funding is, you know, based on uh, grades or yeah. test results. And yeah. since they've done that, your job, uh, <laughs> your annual performance report has metric-based components based on test results, averages. So makes, the system itself yeah. has uh, motivators. Word. It's hard. Um, words are difficult, but you know they've incentivized um, yes. cheating. Yeah, lying. That's crazy. Fraud. And yeah. since money is involved, it's one hundred percent fraud. Yeah. Uh, and that's that means it's criminal people. Why was he just fired? Uh, uh, and why were the teachers doing it? You know, where are they at? Oh, everybody's like, oh, the teachers. Oh, they're such heroes. No, they're not. Not all of them. Yeah, yeah. They're lying. This cancel culture stuff has got to go away. It's got to be it, it will. We need to it cancel, will. cancel. And you know what the thing is? They eat themselves. Like the woke, the all these stupid libtarded people. They end up just making a system that eats itself. So you just got to sit back and watch these stupid, moronic people play their stupid games and how dare yeah, you this I have and nothing to do with pronoun it. that. And it's like, go ahead. I'm just going to sit here and watch. You will self-destruct. And then we can go back and start rebuilding and, and fixing all the damage that you have done. You know? I, have, I wouldn't even know how to check talk if you had a gun to my head. I don't know anything about it. But apparently there's a big to-do right now. There's a liberal person on TikTok whose shtick is to make fun of liberals losing their shit. Hmm. You know, like when uh, old Screamy Girl was all red-faced and spitting. Yeah, yeah. He makes fun of that. You yeah. know, he's not making fun of their policy. <clears throat> he's making fun of their reactions, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, they want to cancel him. Okay. And he's liberal. Or she, whatever it is. It's indeterminate from the photo. Yeah. Um. Anyway. No, it's true. They eat themselves. That's, uh, that's oh, yeah. exactly what happened. So it's kind of well, good. You know, it's good that way. Look what happened. Uh, How dare you? They yeah. ate her, right. spit her out. Yeah. And, uh, okay, she came up she for was a insane, cure. So there you go. 
you know what her problem was? She she claimed she uh, beat COVID with what she ate. And that's not good for people that want to sell drugs and get people injected with chemicals at a, at a the biggest profit to ever be made in, in medical lying history. About the climate. Yeah, exactly. But anyways, I actually got to get ripping here, Todd. Cool, man. Got to get to work. Yeah. Um, yeah, we should be good for a show next week because the showers will be done by then. I would certainly hope so. But yeah, it's good talking to you again, man. Very good talking to you, and, uh, and thanks for having a show. Yeah, thanks y'all for listening to the other person that hears this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you later, buddy. You have a good one. You too, man. All right.